Support for This is an Experiment is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer for you. That is 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code EXPERIMENT at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest is not new to the podcast at all. This man is an artist, he's a singer, he's a drummer, he's a songwriter, and he's back for his set. Please welcome one of my favorite people in the world, my good friend, Tristan. What's up, baby? Welcome. Thank welcome, you. welcome. Welcome it's back. Good to be back, yeah. I think the only people who I've had reoccurring so far on this podcast are in our group of friends. I would believe that. You and Danny, and then... Danny was on three times, low-key, because of the Dylan one too, right? Yeah. I thought I heard him in the background. Yeah, he came on for like, you could see his hand. And then uh, Dave. <laughs> David's been on twice. David's been on twice. Man. It's crazy. Young Crandy. Yeah, Young Crandalon. <laughs> so, welcome. Thank Last you, time you were on, we were talking about you kind of starting this career as an artist, starting this career as in a singer, as a producer, as all these things that you are for yourself. And now we are, how, how long, how much, how much time has passed? Since then. Since then. That was February. And we're in, what, July? Yeah. Five months? Oh, I had he, to do the hand count. He knows his <laughs> months. So five months later, obviously, I've seen you many, many, many a time of since course, then. Yeah. But for all the people out there who haven't seen you, give them a little uh, synopsis on what's happened in the past five months. It's a loaded question. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot that I'm, I'm very grateful for. Um, let's see. So February, first song came out, She. Um... And then about a month later, uh, I played some festivals. Starting about a month later, um, I played some festivals with Baby Jake, the, yeah. the bro. And, you know, David, Danny, and everybody. What'd you do for him? Drums. Beautiful. Um, did a few festivals with those guys, which was really fun. That lasted until about June, May or June. Um, and then throughout that, I would basically strategically drop singles after every time we got back to L.A. from the shows. Um, and then the whole EP, Nomad. Uh, my first EP. I didn't even think about that. You really did play some when you... Yeah. Smart man. I mean, you meet like a bunch of people. Yeah. No, on it's, the road it's and then at the festivals and yada yada and then, you know. Absolutely. Um, Use your surroundings. It's a really fun way to do it too. I really like the organic aspect of touring. You yeah. Know? It's like you can just actually go meet people and like some of those people have bought in t-shirts. Well, it's, it's like, like this like real time... Really nice. Like so much of an artist's career is in the studio... Is planning is especially all after things. COVID or through COVID. I mean, yeah, nonstop. Yeah, no, I think I think it's a uh, a smart way to go about it the way you did it. Yeah, I would definitely love to. I think the next step that I'm trying to figure out is opening on tour for another artist. Sick. Is there anybody out there that you're thinking about that you think would be cool? Dominic Fike, hundred okay. percent. I know it's probably a long line, but see what I can do. Make it happen. Yeah, 
Um, if you're listening, Dominic Fike. Yeah, or anybody in that camp. His name is Tristan. It is indeed. Um, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I love his music, sick. and I think it works out vibe-wise. Um, yeah, so then came back, dropped the EP June 24th, and just been pushing it since. Been almost a month exactly, what's today? 20th? Since the EP came out? Yeah, so almost a month. That's um, crazy. Yeah, time flies. Really yeah. does. Like, these, the past three weeks, four weeks have been like, go, 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 go. Did my first show, too. That was really fun. It, looking back in the past five months, what did you encounter that you weren't expecting? I didn't expect I was going to drum for Jake. Really? On, on, like, tour. No, I didn't, I didn't know he was going on tour until I was here, actually, for Shabbat, of course. And found out? When David and Danny were like, oh, Jake's going on tour. I was like, oh, no, way! does he have a drummer? And they're like, no. And David's like, you should text him. I was like, okay. Which is really funny because, like, no one really knew I played drums, even though I've been doing that for, like, 13 years because I didn't really tell anybody when I came out here. Well, you were drumming a bit in the uh, in the garage in the house when you lived with Jake, right? Yeah, but, like, a bit is, a bit, like, a bit. even, like, an exaggeration. You like, drum barely. more here? What do you mean here? Like, you a, a, all your the place? Jams, yeah. Yeah, but even then, that's only been, like, twice. That's true. Um... But yes, yeah, so that's really unexpected. Um, well, I guess also like the EP kind of doing well so far. I mean, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, you know, never will be. But like, because it always grows, yeah, it always not grows. because the negative connotation of that. But um, well, you were saying we were just talking about selling merch, which when you're starting like as new as you are, you know, sometimes it can hit, sometimes it won't. And it's just because, you know, fan base takes time. The kind of fan base that buys clothes. Yeah. Um, and you're about to break even with what you spent, which is fucking Yeah, huge. it should be breaking even, like, tomorrow. That's um, sick. Thank you. Yeah. I and mean, that's your first... I designed it myself, too, actually, on Jake's couch after rehearsal. Where can people find him? Uh, just hit me up on Instagram. Hit him up on Instagram. We, we in the DMs on this. Get yourself a Nomad shirt. <laughs> and my, uh, shout out my Aunt Claire. She, her company actually made the shirts. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. There's shout like a out Aunt Claire. company, so. Any other artist needs shirts. Hit up Aunt Claire. There you go. <laughs> so, you released your first EP, mm-hmm. released your first songs, went on tour as a drummer for a, a pretty established artist. And now five months later, you're sitting back on my couch talking to me. Where Where's your head at now as far as, you know, you're, you're five months out. You're, you can now look at that period in retrospect. What would you do differently? How do you see yourself progressing based on what you learned in this process? And what would you tell yourself if you could go talk to yourself five months ago? I don't think I'd do anything differently. Um... You know, butterfly effects, you never know. You do one thing, and then it changes the course of everything, and I'm happy with where I am. Absolutely. Um, I'm not content, but I'm happy, you know? I'm not, yeah. like, satisfied, but I'm happy. Absolutely. And to stay happy throughout the process of all of it. Um, if I could, what was the other thing, advice to myself at that time? Yeah. I would say just don't let um, experiences, good or bad, change you, mm. like, grow but don't change you know um i think it's really important to remember when you've made a lot happen and gotten to a place you're proud of um remember what got you there and like the traits of yourself and the good things about yourself and then the things you need to work on as well but don't forget like 
you know, the discipline you had or the, the positivity you had and don't let experiences, good or bad, shake them. You know what I mean? Because you can get a lot of attention and start to feel differently or imposter syndrome, all these different things. Or you can like, you know, feel a little belittled and then you can't let that knock you down either. Yeah, I mean, this game, the game of being an artist or of trying to make something happen that doesn't have a guidebook per se, doesn't have a set plan, you know, the the variables in what we're doing are so out of our control versus the variables if you're trying to be in in this position in life where there is this guidebook, you can go to school, you can do this, you can do that. And as long as you do the steps correctly and you work hard, you'll get there. Mm -hmm. For us, we could do everything right and still, you know, something doesn't click or whatever happens. And I feel like part of this game is having a relentless, a relentlessness that is so, so forward facing and so obscure based off of, you know, regular people. Yeah. That you 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 need to sometimes not look at the outcome of certain situations and pretend it didn't happen and keep going as if it didn't, you know? Like Yeah, or I think just like learning from them and taking them into account and then just keeping it moving. And I, I don't know if everything happens for a reason. It'd be nice to think it did. I I usually think it does, but um regardless shit happened. You know, so you just gotta keep it moving. Well and it's also it's just one of those things and I guess what I meant by that is like there's going to be times when your social posts do great and there's going to be times when they don't. There's going to be times when your song does great out the bat. There's going to be times when it doesn't. And like, that's just part of being an independent artist and independent creator. You know, one day when you got a fucking hundred thousand dollars behind you per song and you can push it in a way that is, you can still flop though, even then, cause it's all relative, totally. you know, but it's a, and it's a different kind of flop, you know, yeah, like, I mean, you're still like you getting 10 plays about. for the first time is exciting. And then it, it, it isn't. And then you're yeah, getting a hundred plays for the first time. It's exciting. And then it isn't. Then you hit a hundred thousand. Then you hit a hundred and fifty. And then you want a million. And then it, yeah, it's yeah. always that's the game. And like the one thing you hear from artists that are starting to fall a little bit is, oh my god, I'm not doing as well as I did. Yet they're still doing better than than most people, and still in a place where most people would give an arm and a leg just to to have that opportunity. It's one of those things you gotta like. You got to you got to be aware of your situation, where you're at, how you've grown and understand that it will fluctuate. Yeah, everything definitely fluctuates um without without question. I I do think that it's definitely still all relative and you know, even when like someone's starting to fall off and you someone would give an arm and a leg even to be in your falling off position. It's like I don't know, for me I still want to be at the very top possible. So any dip is like, oh shit, like I can't, you know what I mean? And it's not, but I don't, it's like, you can't get too invested in the highs or the lows. And I think that relates back to um, what we were saying about like learning from good and bad and all these things. It's like the main thing that I've reminded myself um, is like not to get too invested in the highs or the lows, you know? It's important to celebrate and it's important to like reflect, but also like in this industry, it's really hard to not take things personally, Mm -hmm. um, musically, whatever it is. And I think the most important thing you can do is not take things personally, is to be pretty objective um, and pretty like analytical. Are you upfront with yourself during, are you upfront with yourself about that amidst, you know, life situations happening? Or do you think that's something that's easier said than done? What, being like objective and everything? Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely conscious of it. Sometimes it just takes more effort yeah. to remind yourself, but like 
think since I was about like 19, I've been really good at that because I used to be like the worst. I used to be like super, you know, emotional about everything and take it a little personally and yada, yada. Um, or even like when I would listen to something I made, if it wasn't like perfect, I would be like, oh, like I suck or blah, 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 instead of this sucks. Or like I could be better, this could be better. You know what I mean? Well, it's just one of those things you have to be aware of your flaws, be aware of your successes, learn from them, use them, but don't dwell on them. Yeah, exactly. And it's also like when you take yourself out of it, then it's just purely like sport. It's purely like analytical. It's purely like you take yourself out of it. It's like, oh, okay, I need to get better at singing. Cool. Or like, oh, I missed that note. Let me hit that note instead of like, oh, I missed that note. When, when, you know, it's yeah. like, it's really just a, you just flip a switch in your brain and then it's, it clicks. What could you be doing better? You personally. I think I've learned recently that sometimes our greatest strengths are our greatest weaknesses at the same time. So I think my greatest strength might be like my versatility and ability. I think like on paper overall, like I can drum, I can produce, I can write, I can sing. Um, whatever it is, like direct the artwork for all of my stuff, whatever. And I think that that can be a weakness because you can overwhelm yourself or you can like fall in one area and rise in the other. Like it can, you know? Yeah. So I think understanding that and then now I'm going to just focus on my music mainly um, and put the time to it that it deserves because I've drummed, I've produced for other people, done all these things and still do. Um, but generally when I'm doing those things, I'm thinking, okay, how can I apply this to my music and myself as an artist? And how can I learn on this tour for when I do a tour? How can I learn in this session um, dang, like how that singer hit that run. It's like you know? this spread yourself too thin sort of idea. And I think the way I like to think about it more is if you got, you remember those, those like silicone balls full of gel or whatever, like you could like squeeze them. They're from like the, I don't know, you might be too young. They're from the nineties. I'm a young lad. But if you got something that was like uh, that elastic, you know, had that sort of like bounce back, you could spread that out. Let it hit all the areas. And but the, then it... Then it comes yeah, right back. it does. And as long as you can imprint some of that information that you spread yourself across for a second and then go back to home base, mm -hmm. I think that's the... I, I think that is the... Uh, that That's part of the key is you have to... You have to know what days to spread yourself too thin in order to grab different pieces of information from a yeah, different Yeah, and places. I love doing that. I love, like, being able to just do music nonstop because, like, I can support myself from drumming or this or that you know mm -hmm. what i mean and not uh, that's like the benefit of doing all these different things yeah you got the downside is music always takes more time you know well no. like to see even financial benefit from you know it always takes more time well you gotta think about this shit too like what we're making is a commodity it's something that that people want yeah, it's a product. You just have to be able to get it in front of their face. And you have to find the people that need it and want it. And yeah. like, as if you were opening up a dentist office or a fucking chocolate factory, you know, you're going to open it up. <laughs> those two those two places hate each other. That's true. I guess I didn't really <laughs> think of that dichotomy. Um, either way, whatever you're opening, you know, like, there could be a huge need for it. There's always going to be a need for a dentist. Yeah. It doesn't mean that just because you start up a, a clinic or, or an office that it's going to do amazing off the, the bat. You have to put in the work to to get get the people that you can. Yeah, like, show no... Show what you can do and then let them tell friends. No let them small tell artist friends. has, like, crazy first week numbers unless there's, like, some behind-the-scenes stuff going on. There has to be money be put behind it at that point. Yeah. There's this threshold that I believe in 
where you have to be so good to hit this threshold. Mm-hmm. And then from the threshold, talent is not a factor. I, I've been saying that. I, I agree with that 100%. I think that's the first been 75, something I realized. Though, like, the first yeah. 75% is the talent. You have to get to that line, which most people Because then it's can. like once you're above that, you don't really hear people above that line making bad songs or like putting them out. Yeah. They just might not be like the best. At that point, it's just subjective. It's not like your cousin on GarageBand and he's like seven. Yeah. That's below the line. Well, there's a hobby and there's a profession. And, and, yeah. And I've been in this industry for a minute. You're newer to it, but you've been, you, you, you're, you're, you're getting your feet wet for sure. Moves quick. <laughs> um, but it's just one of those things that like, you have to hit that threshold. And when you think you're there, you're probably not. And when you think you're there after that, you're probably not. And it's always going to be moving up a little bit. Yeah, but that's the, the best part, though. Inch, oh, that's, well, that's why that we you do just it. always, there's no, like, Michael Jackson was singing until he died. Yeah. Like, well, this he, all be, these people, you know what I mean? They just keep going. Because it's think out about of love. This, like an addiction. The it is an addiction. <laughs> it's something that <laughs> sure. you you got to figure out a way to get get what you need, no matter what it takes. Yeah, you got to get like, your fix. You know, for us, that's that's writing that new song. That's when you have that new idea of putting it into fruition, you know, yeah, like bringing it into the world, bringing it into fruition. You just gotta, I don't know. There's this, there's this resilience. Resilience. That's theme? the number one resilience. I know what you mean. Though. That's like the number one thing you have to have. I think, I mean, like talent. I was a friend of mine. Uh, she's actually a few years younger than me, like two years younger than me from high school. We were in band together and she's about to go to Belmont was like asking me questions, like studio stuff, like random stuff. And then, um, we were just talking about like how it's like 90% mental and like 90%, you know, like resilience. And like, if you look at most of the people at the top of all time, the, like the technical classically trained, whatever people aren't always the ones at the top. No. Like it's very rare that like you have like the John Mayers and the Prince who are like super technically adept and mm-hmm. also really creative. But like for the most part, like, I don't know, someone like Kanye or Drake, you're not like, oh man, like Drake sings like he went to Juilliard. Like, nah, not at all. He well, just you, does his thing. And then he just mentally probably pushes well, the rest of the way. Well, there's a talent of being able to create quality art. Yeah. There's a talent of being able to co- create art that connects with the masses. Yeah. And those are two different things that have to But those, that's merge. also subjective. Yeah. Well, yeah the, the quality oh, totally. part is subjective. It's, it's, it is, but it also, there's this level... 75% still, yeah. You know, like, I guess we are in a day of age where you can make a shit song and if you can find a way for it to connect to people. Longevity is the thing. Longevity is the thing now that we have to look for. Yeah. And probably always has been, but we just see more of the small stuff now. Well, and that's the thing. Do you want your song... I'm not saying don't take the wins that you can take, but I'm saying, do you want your song to be a TikTok moment that does well for a week? Or do you want your song to be a slow creeping song that does well for 50 years? I'm picking the 50 years. Yeah, 100%. I want my song to outlive me, not outlive a, a trend. Yeah, that's exactly... I mean, I couldn't say it better myself. So where can we see you in the next five months? Next five months, I'm going to have a few more songs coming out towards the end of this year. Um, hopefully we figure this tour thing out. I'm going to make some things happen. Um, another EP is already in the works for sure. Uh, originally, I wanted to do it this year. We'll see. If not, it'll be very early next year. Sick. Um, get time. Yeah, we got time. I think <laughs> we always got time. Never know, but yeah, that's um, that's what's going on. Maybe, maybe when it all ends, you still have time. It's just no longer yours to use. That's deep. High thoughts with Brad. Yeah, for real.
right. except you're the only one who's high. <laughs> and I'm not even. I'm a little high. I love you, dude. Love you too, man. Um, thank you. What are you? Oh my god, I almost didn't see that. You almost didn't. That would have been really embarrassing. I have to cut that clip. Yeah, no, fuck Still it. Still might. People, I'm, I'm <laughs> human. I'm human. You're also like. It, it's interesting because now that I'm going over and having these like second episodes with people, it's all ends up so far being the people that I, you know, going to be with either way, who are my friends, who yeah, like who you're hanging conversation. out with. And it's amazing how this podcast, when it started, it felt very, it felt like this regimen that I had to stick to. Not, not in a bad way. It was just more of this like, okay, we're going to do every episode like this. Like if you don't do this then the episode's fucked up if, if you don't follow the structure. Now I'm getting to the point where I'm realizing my favorite part about this is the nonchalantness. It's the, the fact that these are conversations that you and I would be having very similarly if there wasn't cameras and, and yeah, microphones. Yeah, and that can kind of be your, your shtick too because like so many interviews are so, you know, talking points and planned yeah. out and structured that like, it's also the vibe in here. Like I was telling you right before we started, I was like, man, sometimes I just want to like, just say a bunch of shit in these interviews and just like really just get it all off my chest, whatever I have planned, whatever I'm working on, like yeah. goals, aspirations, whatever. And then I come in here and I'm just like, I mean, the balloon is right here. You know, it's just very relaxing. Well, so that kind of, they go together. And that's my goal. And like, I don't know, I could cut a bunch of bullshit, but at what point am I pretending to be somebody that I'm not? I am a, a zany, zony person sometimes who doesn't see people give them handshakes. Yeah, and if you I know, cut that out, then you I'm wear in yours because you can't take the hat off. Exactly. That's like a thing, you know. I, it literally doesn't I've come off. I've never seen the top of your head. I don't have one. That's what I thought. And that's how we end this. Very good. I love you, Tristan. Love you too, brother. I'm proud of you. You're fucking you, kicking man. ass. You as well. Everybody, go listen to Nomad. It's out. There's new music coming from this man soon. Go buy a t-shirt. Make that guy fucking double his profit. <laughs> Let's make it happen. That's the plan. Um, keep, keep kicking ass, brother. And, Thank uh, you. Thank you. This is, do I need to say that this is an experiment? Thing? Oh, we're going to say it. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Well, I'm ready. And to everybody listening, this is an experiment. Oh, my God. He fucked it up. I'm going to keep that in, too. I'm not even going to cut it. You got to say. supposed to say at the same time? I'm Tristan. Oh, shit. That's and right. This, how are they going to know who you are? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Did you see Luna? And to everybody listening, I'm Tristan, and this is an experiment. And that's how you fucking do it. There we go. Love bada you, brother. Bada bing. Bye, everybody. Oh, that was cool. The experience is the experiment. <laughs>